0: And now on to the podcast. Thank you for joining, but well, welcome back to the podcast. We have arrived uh, to our final episode in the series "The Art of Conflict Management." This series has had eighteen parts. Today is the nineteenth, and the finish finishing touch on the series. Uh, we're going to just review very quickly what we've covered. And I uh, and encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning, but also I've got some great tips to finish this out with. So stick with me to the end on this, and then we're going to go into a new topic tomorrow. So we started out uh, laying some, some very important ground rules and in our first of the series, and then we talked about active listening skills, which is, I believe, a big ground rule with any conflict situation. That one's pretty universal. And then we talked about some more ground rules in the next one and avoiding the blame game after that. Then we talked about techniques to stay calm. So this is where I gave you some very specific things you could do to stay calm. Hacking your own physiology or your system so that you don't allow stress to to get the better of you; Choosing the right perspective. Identifying nonverbal cues for yourself and how you're reflecting your message to the person you're in conflict with as well as reading them. So that was a really important one. Two toxic actions that can inflame the issue. Really critical one. Also, uh, methods that promote healthy engagement. So if you've got somebody that just clams up on you, avoids the conversation, that would be a good one for you to listen to. And then choose your battles wisely. I think that one is pretty universal as well. And then uh, we went into our examples. So I had one through eight total examples. Should have given given you enough uh, um, idea on different personalities and how they might be able to deal with the conflict more effectively. Obviously, none of it's foolproof. Uh, it's going to be trial and error based on personality, the situation of the conflict, and where you stand in the midst of the conflict right now today. But hopefully uh, you'll walk away with enough information to help you out in those areas. So here are my finishing touches on this series. Um, If you want to handle conflict in a positive manner, not only following all of the tips and ideas that we've shared so far, but realize that your chances will increase greatly um, if you can just follow a few other tips. First of all, uh, when conflict begins to escalate, you know, it's okay to call a timeout. Don't, Don't try to solve it if it's out of control, okay? But always practice active listening. All right, and agree to talk about the issue later, and maybe even set a date or time, if possible. Um, if not, just you know, make sure that it happens because if you don't solve it, it's like an infection; it will spread. Uh, and then, when you're having trouble communicating, consider some of the other techniques I shared, like the feather technique. Uh, I, ha- I m- mentioned, you know, how I used to communicate with my daughters, um, you know, notes under the door, etc. And then, when when you're using the active listening, be clear about what problem you're actually addressing. So don't begin to bleed into uh, other problems and situations that that are not what you're discussing at current because that's just going to explode in your face, okay? And clearly state that, um, that you're going to move on to the solution when you feel that you're both ready to move on to that solution. This is a really big one, and that is to try to avoid conflict situations by being good communicators, So when you're working with individuals, and especially if you're a leader or even if you're in a relationship with somebody, the more that you can communicate things consistently in little bits over time, the less likely you are to get into these big old conflicts that that can blow up in your face, right? Just like you mentioned earlier, it's it's almost like an infection. If it's not dealt with right away, it's just going to spread and turn into gangrene in the relationship. So you definitely don't want to let things fester and go for too long or get too big or out of hand. In a work environment, this can this is what turns into gossip and silos and turf wars. Um, so the more that we can be uh, good communicators, the better. I'm a firm advocate of uh, clear clarity in uh, regular meetings as well as uh, communication uh, one to ones, especially if you're in a virtual situation with your team members. But just giving people that opportunity to share their 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 concerns. Um, or if they're upset about anything, giving them an the opportunity to vent. And we gave you a lot of tips on all of that and how to do it, so I'm not going to get deep into that. And then set aside time for the truly important things. Um, you know, make sure that whoever you're in relationship with, that you have uh, opportunities to build on that relationship, to enjoy one another, If it's a working relationship, then make sure you're using your sense of humor that you're, you know, not just, you know, letting people punch a clock without ever saying hello to them. How are you doing? Hey, how was your kid's birthday party? You know, creating those, those, um, close-knit type relationships where people feel like there's an element of trust and it's not you're not just a number uh you're not just a you know hey somebody that just exists in the home or in the work environment but it's somebody that that you really care about and show that you care because that's going to also help with a lot of de-escalation in terms of if there is some kind of a disagreement they're going to feel like you're approachable that you truly care about them and that this can be resolved anytime that you don't have that 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 environment, that, um, that kind of a culture, that's when things can really escalate quickly. So these are some tips that I I would strongly encourage you to consider and, um, and just, you know, realize that we're all different. We all see through different eyes. And uh, I think one of the first things I started out with is just remembering that, that it should never be a win lose, but always a win win, um, or some kind of a compromise, uh, where nobody wins necessarily, but at least you can meet in the middle with some common ground, okay? So it should never be my way or the highway or their way or the highway. Shouldn't be either way. All right, well, that's that's my finishing uh, statements on conflict. I would encourage you to stay with it long-term. The more you practice, the better you'll get. So don't give up. Try to be patient with yourself and with the people around you. And you might be surprised how this can evolve for you. Well, I wish you all the best, and I look forward to having you back tomorrow on a brand new series. Stay amazing and keep reaching higher.